0: Welcome to Cinema Bushido. This is episode 29, where we talk about the Takashi Mikei Yakuza tale, Deadly Outlaw Reka from 2002. Deadly Outlaw Reka, also known as Violent Fire, stars Rikki Takeuchi and Sonny Jiba. It's known in Japan as Noburu Andu's True Outlaw Tales, Raging Fire, and it's loosely based on actor Noburu Andu's former life as a Yakuza, but I'll get to that in the podcast. This episode starts with me trolling Lee a bit as he is nuking some sake. And here we go. Uh,
1: tonight,
0: uh, uh, we are uh, talking about a little Takashi Mike action.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's do this, bro. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're talking tonight about Deadly Outlaw Reka, 2002, Takashi Um, It's not a hard thing to get around it's a very basic yakuza film it's like dude's boss slash dad gets killed and he wants a little revenge what's interesting about it is that um first off the main character his name is kunisada and he's played by riki takeuchi and he is the coolest motherfucker and his partner is is uh or i, I guess his lieutenant kenichi endo another Badass motherfucker, but what I wanted to say about this this movie Deadly Outlaw Reika. There's nobody in the movie called Reika. The original title was uh, jitsuruku Andonuburo well, Kyoto Den. Are we actually
1: recording?
0: Uh, yeah, and you interrupted a very oh, I, important piece. Well,
1: well, I'm sorry, but I, shut, I was shut, actually. Would you just shut up? Shut I up! I was actually getting Saki while you started the recording. Shut I didn't up! Even
0: know. God damn it! Anyway, so Jitsuroku constantly... Andonuburo. Kyo, Kyo Den Reka, which means Noboru Ando's True Outlaw Tales, Raging Fire. Rekka is Raging Fire, and it's really there's this real life guy. His name is uh, Noboru Ando, and he was a real life ra- yakuza, but he was also an actor, and he was a producer of this. So he wanted, he pretty much wanted this to be like his dream thing.
1: Now, did he actually like start a recording while you told him to hold on while you were getting your sake?
0: Would you please really stop being a bitch, Rhett? I'm not. Uh, I'm I, thought not. I, I, just, I
1: really liked I liked the sound of the microwave beeping while
0: yeah. we were getting going, so I explained to the audience that you uh, were getting your sake. Okay, sound. all right. All right. No, I, yeah. I just don't
1: like the reveals. You know how I'm about, we got to be, can't yeah, show them well, too much. You guess know? what? Everybody knows what's happening here. All right, Except, you. That. except me, of course. <laughs> that sounds like everything I do with you.
0: All right, so tonight, as you can hear, uh, is... My mister from another queer, Mr. Lee Van Cleef. How you doing, Lee?
1: Hey, everybody. Every day is a holiday, buddy. How you doing
0: today? <laughs> everybody is a holiday yeah. at a prostitution house or what do they call those? I think they call them uh, brothels. I You almost said slut den, which is what I was going to say.
1: I mean, yeah, brothel. How dare you accuse me of such a thing? I didn't say it. You were about to. Were I, like, I was slut, never.
0: Slut. Slut. i like, dude,
1: you can't use that word anymore. I now thought let slut, sl- slut houses.
0: Than- dude, slut's worse than cunt at this point. Like, slut is like, it's anti-feminist. Like, cunt's just cunt. You're a cunt. I'm a cunt. Yeah. We're all cunts. But you can't say slut anymore because honestly, if you really think about it, and I have at length, <laughs>
1: it, it it is it isn't fair
0: to give a woman shit for wanting to hump a lot. Like no. we we all want to hump a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've never hated sluts. I've always been an equal. I've always I've always felt slut shaming was wrong. It hurts us all. Exactly, exactly. Like yeah. you just got to wear There a should have them. been Everybody an equal word for that.
0: men. Men stole the word, so now men are sluts. But there should have just been a. Well, I guess there is. It's like promiscuous, or I don't
1: know, something like that. Well, it's good to know because when I come out there to Portland, so we can have sex with many women for your birthday.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll know. Birthday. I'll be. I'll be
1: up on the feminist lingo.
0: Hundred percent, and you need to be because slut shaming is stupid.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was already good on that one, but I need to practice the other things. Like that's yeah. racist. That's sexist. That's homophobia. Oh yeah, you definitely
0: need help with the yeah. whole uh, LGBT. Oh, I'm good. And...
1: Dude. I grew up in Eugene. I can fake it till I make it.
0: All right, all right, all right. That's cool. That's cool. All right. So anyway, uh, where was I?
1: You were talking about how this movie is great, and well, I'm your yeah, I'm gonna Another I'm actually career. gonna
0: hand it over to you. I want to know what did you think. This is your first Takashi Miike film.
1: This was a this was an, an interesting mix. Like the I, I wish I could go back and change the soundtrack. Oh, no way. Oh, I hated the guitar. Oh, it was horrible. Like, like, but I get what he was trying to do. It was like, it was too cool for John Woo and not as cool as Quentin Tarantino. He was trying to, like, like there were just different kinds of scenes where he'd play the music. And, like, for instance, where he gets it right is when that guy's dad shows up. And that guy's dad is fucking awesome. And then where he gets it wrong is, like, basically everywhere else with the music. But, like, I kind of get the feeling he's like, Queen Tarantino meets like badass Japanese Yakuza movie. I, if it was a mixed bag, there were parts I hear them.
0: you. I hate to hear Tarantino brought up just because it's just so, but I'm with you. But what I do like, I love that the Japanese first off, they did suits better than we did, suits. yeah. Like, I have never seen an American man wearing a suit as cool as a fucking Yakuza, secondly. Like putting a little metal in is way more badass than putting in fucking um, stupid surfer music for, you know, badass scenes.
1: Yeah, that's gay. But I was gonna say I, I did make a note in here that this was the Japanese GTA Five. Yeah, it, it took too it took too long to get really hot, but it does have enough sex scenes to kind of carry it that it's yeah. it's not a, i mean like i like i like this movie i was very i was very into it, it the only problem is is that they they needed they needed a little bit more something between the 20 minute mark and the last 20 minutes you know yeah I mean? for
0: sure this was like a very serial yakuza film that takashi mike came into and he thought i can add a little flair i can add something to the soundtrack which you didn't like but i can also just add in some shit like the the scene where um the dude is getting strangled, and he has to use like a pen knife
1: yeah. to cut off the oh, dude's yeah. arms. Yeah, it's just like special, stuff. dude. And I thought, I thought at the beginning, I thought like that guy's dad was gonna be the badass, and I was like, right. oh fuck yeah! I was getting all excited. I was like jerking off underneath my underneath my clothing, and then he died, and I was like,
0: oh yeah, no, for sure. I felt the same way. I'm like, this guy's freaking badass. By the way, just to throw out there, I brought up uh, Kenichi Endo and. Um, Ricky Takeuchi but you know the old dude that's you know on the yeah. good guy side through this. The old dude that's actually uh, Sonny Chiba, who was famous earlier, way earlier for all sorts of shit. You know, oh, he I, did...
1: he, he also killed a bunch of Canadians in World War yeah. Two.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, you know it. Yeah. Sonny good Chiba right hated hated himself some maple syrup drinkers, mm-hmm. the he, the guzzlers, the maple them, guzzlers. He called them maple eyes. If I believe yeah, you. he was always like, oh. <laughs> He said I, I I rubbed around eyes, you maple eyes. You your eyes smell like fucking bumble Bumblebee's bed and then he would just like kill them.
1: That's beautiful, dude. That's almost I, I hope somebody plays that at, at my next wedding. Yeah. I was gonna say, um I, I actually thought like I was thinking about how this movie like this movie if I could read like I thought this movie had like so much cool shit in it that I felt like there was enough missing from it that I, I thought I was thinking about if I could recast it, like go back in time and just like control yep. all the variables, I'd put young Kitano as our lead with, with your boy from Bittersweet Life as his like little brother. And, oh, then, God. and then, you know, the the super badass assassin that shows up with the with the uh, a heavy machine gun. So, so Bolo Young is the main bad guy. And then dude walks like a lady as his little like. Dude,
0: clean up in aisle four, cause I just came all yeah, over myself. we're gonna need a mop. It's
1: gonna look really. Oh ready. shit! And yeah, all the no, horns no. are gonna start looking. At the floor. Listen, at
0: the I don't want anybody to bring those like weird mops that are like a sponge with a <laughs> stick, cause that's not gonna do it. I need it's like so the old weird. school. <laughs> I want. I want the one that looks like Jimi Hendrix if he bleached his hair. I'm gonna need that to clean up my area here.
1: God damn it! And you wring it out before you start wiping it. God. God damn it!
0: Uh, what I was going to say one thing I love about this movie and I love it about so many uh, Japanese movies but this movie in particular there were a lot of scenes um, about food I love the way the Japanese I I, I love the way they feel about food I mean there's that whole scene where oh my parent he made the seaweed and they have that cool rice cooker and everyone's eating there are lots of little scenes of food and food is my jam especially Japanese food like we never do that I mean, I guess we did like Tarantino, right? Oh, the fucking Hawaiian burger! I don't want any of that. I want like, yeah, the good shit.
1: Yeah, I feel like you're really turning Japanese. I really think so.
0: <laughs> you know, it's just that everyone was kung fu fighting.
1: Oh, they were moving fast as lightning, I believe.
0: Yeah, exactly, as fast as lightning.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I like that. Fa- I like I like Asian food. You know, it's no. It's no secret. I love
0: Japanese food. It goes back to Satoichi. Like that whole, like I love that scene in Satoichi meets Yojimbo. Oh, that's a great where, scene. Yeah. The constable. He, he, the, yeah, the constable with the breakfast and he was like, Satoichi blinded and like could just smell it. He's like, oh, you're having like smoked mackerel with rice and, you know, some fermented veggies and I'm just like, fuck, I want that like every morning for breakfast.
1: Well, these older so... cultures, these older cultures, it was like, have you eaten? Right. Right, right. have you eaten that's the main point in, in these right. older cultures it's, have you eaten that's like the, the height of entertainment
0: what are the things that we love as humans we like sex we like food and what's the third thing cocaine uh, it might be it's a vice of some sort sex food cocaine. I can't think of the third one but alcohol. those are the two things I love I guess the arts because <laughs> as you know I, I'm, I'm quite a fan of the arts uh, I'm not talking about Art Garfunkel. I hate him.
1: I was gonna say of the gay variety. No, know. I'm
0: not talking about him. I was like more of like like the like quote unquote like movies and shit.
1: Oh, okay, and shit. Yes, I like the and shit. Yeah, because you know it might
0: mean you. As you know, I love Morrissey, so yeah, that's that's, that's shit to a lot of people. We'll we'll
1: cut that out.
0: Yeah, wonderful to me.
1: Yeah, it's, it takes all it, kinds.
0: It, it almost sounded like you were gonna say RoboCop, which I just think is awesome. That's the arts.
1: RoboCop was was good, dude. I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, imagine if you had mixed RoboCop into this. Oh, yeah. You
0: know what? Actually, I'd love your thing. Like, if we would have had... Actually, so it would have just been a Kitano film at that point. But really, mixing them all together, uh, Byung Lee with Kitano and...
1: Think about the chemistry, because this other Yakuza guy is supposed to be hardcore and quiet, but he's just really trying to be Kitano. And then, oh, he was. And then the little brother who I who I thought like if that was if there were two of us like yeah, you would be, Endo. be he's cool. You would be the older brother, and I'd be the little brother who's always worried about getting his dick wet, right? And you know. If you look at any Kitano
0: film, you'll see he did the same thing with, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, the other guy. Yeah, he's always a lieutenant. He's
1: yeah. th- always his lieutenant, yeah. But think about that young Lee guy, or whatever his name is. Like, he'd be perfect because he'd be handsome and kind of oh, like he's... uncertain, in a sense, in his, in his Listen, aura.
0: I'm not a gay man, but I love that man. I want to I wanna hump him. Actually, you you know want to give him is. a rim anytime job. You're, like, anytime you're in love with a, another man, it's because you want to be that man. And I do. I would love to be that guy for at least a month.
1: Yeah, me and me and young uh, John yeah. Claude Van Damme go back a ways. I was, gonna, right. say, I was yeah. gonna say, like, imagine like Bolo Young like shows up in the scene with the robotic assist submachine gun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, and then uh, that's scary. And then dude looks like a lady, given that kind of like weird vibe.
0: Which, by the way, you know who that was? He was wannabe Bruce Lee. Uh-huh. This was like this was a Bruce exploitation film oh. based on that one character alone with his hair wanting so badly to be 1970s Bruce Lee. All right, well, are you ready, sir? I want your first favorite scene from um, *Deadly Outlaw. You already know.
1: You already oh, know. I do know. I know. It's the greatest Visine commercial ever in the history of the planet. So they, they're, they're, they're coming in from, like, a far distance, and this chairman, this big boss, he's in a suit. And he's getting uh, the act of fellatio performed on him by a girl who's got her ass hanging out. And uh, he's like, and then they zoom up a little bit past her, and he's like, that. And then he does like the Visine eye drops, and he's like, that feels good mm-hmm. while she's while she's performing fellatio. And I was just thinking, like, oh my god, that's the most ultimate Visine commercial ever. What's better than a generous lover giving you oral sex until you climax? Visine, yeah.
0: fancy. Well, oh, that's awesome. Well, all right. Well, mine, because um, I could have easily chosen that one, and I knew I I wouldn't. But uh, I went for, they're eating dinner, and that was awesome. And then he goes to color his hair. Oh, yeah. And his lieutenant's like, hey, I saw, like, a video <laughs> or whatever. Like, if you put saran wrap on it, it's, like, better. So then there's, like, this really funny scene. It's so out of place for this kind of movie where, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kenichi Endo is, like, trying to help. Uh, Ricky Tachiyoshi wrap his head up with uh, saran wrap so he can get a good and he gets it really shitty. He actually makes him look like an old guy which makes him look badass but it was really funny.
1: That That's so you and me. I'm the little, yeah. I'm the little brother and I was like yeah dude I got you. And he was like yeah. fuck I'm sorry. <laughs> so then the next scene they're like sitting at the dinner table yeah.
0: <laughs> and, um, and Kunisada his head is just covered in <laughs> fucking plastic wrap.
1: <laughs> oh
0: dude. I laughed. I love that scene too. I laughed out
1: loud. Yeah, it's so good.
0: All right, well, why don't you? Uh, do you have a second one?
1: Yeah, little brother gets laid. By yeah, Honest. I knew you were
0: gonna like that. It was so good. It was such a hot, drunken mm. sex scene. But yeah, yeah, give it to us.
1: Okay, so like, like you understand? Like they're having fun. You know, these people like they got a chemistry. You know, and he, they're they're kissing up on each other, and then he strips her down, and she's sexy as fuck. And then he like pins her up on the counter, and they're having fun, and then. He brings her down on the floor and he just gets to working on her. I mean, I would have been a little bit more into the whole. You know, oh, no, they
0: played it out. Like, yeah. they were, like, undressing each other. Like, she's yeah. pulling up his socks. And, you know, it was like a fairly.
1: It was, like, pretty
0: realistic.
1: Yeah, too. I mean, it was. I mean, he should have been more generous on his end before he, you know. Well,
0: they're Japanese. I mean, yeah.
1: you listen to me. You do what I want. Right. Yeah. No, there's
0: something to that. I, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but, you know, based on every movie I've seen, there's something about like you owe me. I don't owe you, and that's not an American setting. Yeah, it's patriarchal.
1: I gotcha. Oh yeah, but uh, that was a great scene. I mean, I just like it. I just like the fact that the that they weren't afraid to give me what I needed to see. Yeah. In the middle, you know, don't don't pretend. Give me the actual sex. You know, I like that. Yeah, it
0: was yeah. great. I loved it. All right. Well, um, actually, so tying into that, there's this scene where. Um, they get back together, and then he has to leave her, because he's mm-hmm. going to go fight to the death with uh, Kunisada. And they're on that little walking bridge, and she's like, you know, like, you promise you're going to come back, and I love you, and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah. But he's still kind of being a badass, and whatever. But he walks away from her, and then he turns around, and he runs back all dramatically to give her the biggest hug. <laughs> just <laughs> It was another one of those, like, I loved it, first off, because it's so sweet. But it's also like, Holy shit like what am I watching here that this badass guy that's about to go shoot rockets at people okay so fine fuck that i did love that a lot okay my, my first favorite scene is the first rocket launch in yeah <laughs> Ow! Ow! oh yeah Ow! It was good.
1: That was I loved,
0: I loved that everyone was like, what the fuck? And then um, it shot the guy in his stomach. Oh, yeah. And then the rocket with the man. It was straight out of, like, Kick-Ass or any of these other things. Everyone's ripped it off. Um, it happened in, like, RoboCop 2 or something. Anyway, a man with a rocket in his stomach flying back into a building. But not only did he just blow up, the whole building, like, the way they did the special effects... It's, like, within one second, the building went from, like, normal to not just blown up, but, like, ghetto. Like, straight out of, like, total recall. It was, like, broken and on fire. And, yeah, it was really wonderful.
1: That was fucking epic. Like, first of all, when he handed him the suitcase, I was like, that's an RPG. Oh, and yeah. We were like, it's Chinese. Like, that's an RPG.
0: Oh, dude, that was the best scene. Yeah, so, to, to, to what Lee's saying, Lee, if you want to explain, okay. I'll get you.
1: So, they come into this bathhouse, and the guy's like, how's the bath? And I'm, like, thinking they're going to fuck somebody up. And then uh, these guys are in the bath, and and he's like, they take a, a a very long weapons case, and the guys like, if you use that, a lot of people are gonna die, and like, and he's like, also you're gonna need a dictionary because it's in Chinese, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, <laughs> and then they leave, and then which is it- great because they take a dictionary <laughs> yeah. and the manual, <laughs> yeah. and then.
0: The next scene, they're in a car, like trying to translate. Yeah, oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, he's
1: like, a "Rational position um, uh, was the uh, was like what they could figure out." And I was like, thinking, "Well, Ghost has enough GTA five hours on on RPG. He'll knows he'll know what that means." But oh, the, the, the 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 quencher is not when they hit the guy in the belly. It's when the guy who's taking a leak is taking a leak, and the RPG hits the bathroom. That is oh. fucking hilarious. I put
0: it was a good one.
1: I put rocket PP grenade because it went right through
0: the, the other bad <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. Sunny, no, it wasn't even Sunny. Yeah, it went through the other bad guys, and they were like, "What the fuck?" You know, because they were like, "We're resigned to just step back while this shit's happening." So it goes through them and through a whole group of people like out of the street market into the building and blows up the main guy and his assistant that's in the bathroom.
1: It was hilarious. It was beautiful.
0: It was gorgeous. Well, cool. Uh, So, yeah. um, I have to tell you this. I started with Deadly Outlaw Rekha. I didn't intend to. Our first uh, Mikay film was going to be Dead or Alive. And if you would have watched Dead or Alive and then came to this, you would have said, well, it seems like Mikkei's like, softening up a bit. But what we're going to do is the next one is going to be... um, it's called Fudo, The Next Generation, and you're going to shit your pants. But this this really, it, it touches my heart because I love, like, the classic Yakuza caper, you know. It shows a lot of scenes from Tokyo, and it's very, it's it's a bit slow, but you're getting a lot of stories of what's going on. It shows a lot about honor, and it shows a lot about, like, the kind of shitty stuff that happened between, you know, these people in these organizations that just don't love each other and they should. But yeah, I think uh I, I feel like this was a great movie.
1: Yeah, it reminded me of The Godfather when uh you know, when he first assassinates that uh that bad police chief and the Turk and like uh fat Polly's like, Hey man, a lot of bad blood's mm-hmm. gotta be flushed every ten years or so. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, well are you ready for your top six?
1: Every day, buddy.
0: Well, this one is going to be really different. It's uh, a Portland Top 6.
1: Oh, shit. I might have a chance.
0: Yeah, you might. You might. Uh, you know, I've done so many uh, Yakuza Top 6s, and I've done so many <laughs> uh, Japan Top 6s. I did a, a Sake Top 6. I've done it all. So I was just like, I was like, what can I do? And then, uh, yeah, here we are. All so right. number one question. What is vegan, Really?
1: Well, there's don't fuck this up. There's two kinds like, of vegan. There's like the one where they don't do anything by no. animal products. And there's one where it's not just vegetables, but nothing produced by an animal. So for instance, they won't do milk or eggs. All right. So what is Ridley vegan? The latter.
0: Which is... So you're no, saying
1: nothing produced by an animal. Okay. Yeah.
0: But that's not Portland vegan. Portland vegan is definitely... There's some dairy... They're not real and there's, they, I bet they would eat like, um, I bet they would eat like fish eggs. Right? Yeah, but how many
1: people from Portland are actually from Portland?
0: Oh, I don't know. Not All I can many. say is that Portland's vegan light. Your answer is totally right, but I didn't ask what is Portland vegan. Mm. I said what is vegan really? So did so, I get it? Yeah.
1: Boom! hashtag. But do but
0: Okay, this one is easy, but also hard. What is today? today the most famous donuts in portland Ooh,
1: i don't know that one i'm gonna say donuts that smell like
0: homeless no 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 so, it's a it's a it's a company it's a brand you gotta say, give me you don't this, know this is the most
1: because i don't eat, i don't eat i don't eat bread you know that? me um, either
0: i don't i don't eat bread or donuts but everyone the, knows the, okay. this is the definitive portland brand of donuts
1: okay so it, it cannot be Dunkin' Donuts because that's an East Coast thing, which is crazy and no,
0: weird. That's a Midwest thing, yeah.
1: No, that's East Coast. That's a, it's more East Coast than West Coast, I'll tell you that. Um, well, no. For but, sure. uh, you know, the thing. Oh, you know, I was going to say Cinnabon, but that's, that doesn't make any sense uh yeah i don't have any clue because i you know when i was a kid i never i never ate donuts i don't
0: know i love that i love that you failed on something that's just so easy for everyone else anyone listening all of our fans yeah they're gonna be like no even any of our fans are just gonna know if they've even heard of portland they've heard of voodoo donuts which they even opened one in denver
1: i've never even heard of that voodoo donuts it was never you gotta understand i haven't lived in eugene since the 90s so that, so like, think about it, like poser Portland, Portlandian tells U, U, Eugene Oregonian. What? guess
0: uh, what, guess, part, what, guess what? I'm looking up voodoo here. Voodoo has been around a long fucking time.
1: Yeah, but with a name like voodoo, not very, not, not, not very popular. I, I mean, I've never heard of it. And you know, there was, there wasn't anything in Eugene when I was there. I mean, and yeah, I don't, funny. I don't like. They didn't have
0: them in Eugene. Yeah, they do. Look right here. The company maintains two shops and a cart in Portland. The shops in Eugene, Denver, Austin, Universal City, and Taipei.
1: It sounds like a hipster bullshit thing. 70
0: employees, 600,000 in revenue, but let's get to history here. Uh, uh, come on, come on. I gotta prove Lee wrong that he's stupid.
1: Sounds like Help a bullshit cinema to me, dude. Help me out.
0: Uh, oh, damn it, they opened in 2008.
1: Okay, yeah, so, okay, so I was... Yeah, I was in Afghanistan okay. then. I think I, I'm sorry. I, I missed that one. <laughs> and guess
0: what? You should have been paying. Yeah, local shit been happening in your homeland you for stupid. donut. You donut stupid donut son of a bitch. You, you do.
1: You do realize that people in Eugene think people from Portland basically are Oregonia? Like, we, hey, listen, you, Lee, you guys are foreigners. Lee, if you
0: were really keeping our country safer, you would have known about. Yeah.
1: i would have i would be like who is giving everybody diabetes in portland I don't understand. okay
0: so now this number three so you lost that one you've got one, you one, missed two. one number three number three this one this question is specific to portland and you wouldn't know it by default but i'm you're a car guy so i'm gonna just throw it out there there's a company in portland called car to go and they just leave cars all over the fucking town and you can just like get a like an online yeah. you can get an app yeah. Well what is the car that they use? It's a very small so it's, efficient a hybrid,
1: it's a Toyota um It's nope. a Toyota hybrid. Yeah. Mm, no. Called Prius.
0: No, I wish. Now all taxis in Seattle use Priuses, but um it's a smart car.
1: Uh, a smart car. I'm yeah, these those they are smart ugly cars... as fuck, dude. Like you know, oh, what's... they're ugly
0: as fuck. They're on every fucking block in Portland.
1: You know what I do is every time I drive by a smart car here in Colorado and I pass them, I purposely roll down my window, no matter what the temperature is, and I point and laugh.
0: Yeah, and, and you know no, I've been to like them.
1: Germany and Italy where the cars suck as well. Like the little cars suck. The regular cars don't, but the little cars are horrible. And I just dude, point and laugh.
0: I hear you. You're dying here. That's number three, and you only have one. All right, number four. I made these super easy. Um, what is... and Listen, take your time on this. What is the number one style of... The number one food in Portland? Fucking Portland. I
1: mean, Portland might as well be fucking South Korea for
0: all I care. It could be, but you I'll tell you this one hint. It's not Asian, so... Wow. Number one food in Portland?
1: Obviously, because there's not enough Asians. Um, I'm gonna say, fuck. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say seafood.
0: Nope. Tacos.
1: The fuck in Portland? Yeah. Like, where there's fuck not it. even a lot of like, oh. Dude, you know, it's so they're funny.
0: everywhere. Every street has like eight taco places. I have like four within a few blocks of my house. The most popular places in town. There's a place called Porque No. <laughs> oh my
1: god. Why not?
0: And it's just tacos, baby.
1: You know how it's so funny is that like people, like the Mexicans in Colorado Springs make fun of us for eating the Spanish food here. and then right? Because we don't go to Pueblo to get our Spanish food. Oh, I
0: dude, I grew up on that shitty Colorado Springs, but, Denver Mexican food. It's but terrible. you're
1: not eating real Mexican food in Portland. You're
0: not? <laughs> you're eating... You are, though.
1: No, you're not. Dude, these, all these stands,
0: these all of these stands are authentic street taco stands. Yeah,
1: yeah, the, street taco. It's shit. more, it's more like gourmet Tex-Mex. That's not Mexican. It's
0: food. it's street food, but it, it's not. Yeah, it's, sure it's, it's come on, Listen, dude. You guys are
1: West. Coast. The, guess get, what? Get the fuck off my I, nut with that bullshit. You guess what? Out. I'm not
0: here to argue. All yeah, I can no say No sabe
1: is, nada. That's how I said to that. Think, we have better we'll tacos than
0: that. Mexico. That's for sure. So I think that proves
1: it. Because be. because tacos and Tex-Mex are not Mexican food by the way well crispy tacos aren't but tacos are come on because me because okay so what happens is is that that's why they call it tex-mex because the history is is that the ingredients that you use in today's quote mexican food didn't exist until there were ranchers moving cattle between the midwest and texas and, and and new mexico to feed on the on the grasses and what happened is is that That produced cheese and meat. So originally, the Mexican diet, and to this day, is not centered on that. That's why you get the term Tex-Mex, which means you're a fucking liar. I I get that point. I never
0: knew that. I always thought Tex-Mex was like uh, the bad kind of Mexican food. It was like like eating too many tostadas and stuff. No,
1: no. That's where you get the meat and cheese because they didn't have those ingredients. Okay. Because it came from the cattle. So I get the point. No, not, I'm blind. I don't get...
0: No, you actually don't because you didn't get anywhere near that. But you did bring up a great point. Yeah. Okay, so one out of four so far. Number five, no. you have to name four Oregon, not even Portland, four Oregon breweries definitively.
1: Okay, so um, it, who does India pale? I've been to the brewery. I'm gonna say
0: just you need four of them, so take your time.
1: Oh, inversion IPA is in Bend, and inversion okay, inversion IPA is in Bend. I can't remember the other. Brewery. It
0: sounds like they might shoot at something.
1: No, inversion IPA is the one that's at in Bend, Oregon, so it's at like five thousand feet or four thousand feet. <laughs> and then I was giving
0: more. you a hint. That's the shoots, so that's the the your shoots. freebie. Oh, Come the up with in. three more
1: because the shoots pass. it. Gotcha. and then. Uh, the India pie, uh, IPA is... Yeah. I've been to the brewery. I've actually been... Uh-huh, I actually uh-huh. accidentally went through the wrong entrance and got a free yeah. tour and then went oh, to the shoot. restaurant behind it.
0: Yeah. And you got to go upstairs and all. And I can't remember the name of them. And then... Uh, That's Bridgeport. I don't know. I, mean, I can't remember.
1: I've been drinking. Okay.
0: Two more. Come on.
1: <sighs> okay. So... There's that running club brewery in Eugene, Oregon that I can't remember the name of. Yeah,
0: you have to come up with the name. I can't come up with it. It's like Tracktown
1: Beer or something like that. Uh, yeah. Sorry. And man. then uh, it's got to be. There's a million in Portland. Why can't I think of anything? I don't know, dude. You, you go ahead. I, you know what's sad is that I know more Colorado breweries than I do border breweries. All
0: right. Well. Um, Give me instead of four Oregon breweries, just off the top of your head and don't spend a lot of time, give me six Colorado breweries and you'll get the point. <laughs> no, I can't do that.
1: Well, I can give okay. I can give you six local ones. I can give you Trinity IP, Trinity Brewery. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Brewery, uh, uh Steel Metal Brewery. Steel Meadow Brewery. No, I don't
0: know Steel Meadows Brewery. Okay.
1: Okay, um,
0: okay so got two.
1: Okay, so then Fort Collins Brewery.
0: Yeah, sure, yeah.
1: Of course, that's a big one. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Carry the one divide by nine. I don't know. I'm down.
0: Yeah, you failed. Okay, final question. And by the way, you're uh, going against yourself, which means you actually, you've already lost. But the last one, in this question, it was made for you. Are you ready? Is it
1: a Eugene Horgan question or no?
0: Put your boner pants on.
1: Oh, shit, I, I'm strapped, by Who...
0: Participates in the Oregon Civil War.
1: Oh, that's are you? Are you? Is that a real question or is that a lie? Yeah,
0: that's your question.
1: That's the the Oregon State Beavers who are residing Corvallis, and in their entire stadium is named after frozen burritos. Mm-hmm. Versus the greatest team to ever visit the Pacific Northwest, the Oregon Ducks, fastest duck. Quack Attack, Eugene, Oregon, <laughs> the Autzen Zoo, a.k.a. Autzen Stadium, the smallest stadium that's in the hardest place to play in the top ten. 65,000 after the renovation, one of the top ten hardest places to play. Everybody else that's hard to play is 120,000. Go Ducks!
0: <laughs> um, congratulations on losing hardcore, because <laughs> you didn't know smart cars, Voodoo Donuts... Nor tacos being the most popular yeah, food. Yeah, but in, in my defense,
1: I don't. I don't normally go to Portland except for to fly in and out of when I go to Oregon. I know,
0: and I live there. This was this. You always have to keep in mind these top sixes are based on me wanting to beat you, and I won. So really, right now, I'm slapping myself on the back, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh. Oh. I won. You're a winner. You're a winner, Matthew.
1: Nobody loves you. You're a winner.
0: You're a winner!
1: I'm a winner. Matthew, you are a master of Kabuki theater. I appreciate I'm that. a Kabuki theater winner.
0: I'm a winner. Now I put I'm... on
1: Asian makeup and dress like girl.
0: <laughs> I, I won! I'm a winner! I'm a winner!
1: Matthew. Um, all right, well, Haley. Where can everybody find you and I streaming all drunk? And oh, disorderly? fuck.
0: Uh, anyone listening, you need to go to ScreenMayhem.com. You're going to find... All of our badass podcasts and a little bit of gaming at Analog Mayhem.
1: Yeah, I hope they're wearing their boner pants because when you and I play GTA V, it's, it's, it's a miracle.
0: Hey, do you want to go play right now? Every day. Thanks for listening. I'm going to send you out with the badass heavy metal opening to Deadly Al
1: この